It's Dr. Nicole Bonner with Taproot Conversations. And this is Dr. John D'Ambrosio, and we are here with an extremely special guest, Lisa Tucker. Did I say that right? You, you said it right. <laughs> awesome. So Lisa, tell us a little bit about yourself, about your journey. What made you want to be a chiropractor? Well, I grew up not knowing much or anything about chiropractic. It's not that common in the Netherlands yet. And, um, but I knew I always wanted to work with people. So when I was young, I decided I wanted to become a beautician and I did. And I started working in this, um, like a laser center, a beauty center. And within that building, a chiropractor was also renting a room. And this was Travis Corcoran, my mentor. And he actually uh, taught me everything about chiropractic. And then I was thinking, hey, this is really interesting. I started seeing a lot of people getting better through chiropractic and restoring life. So it really inspired me. And uh, yeah, soon he hired me as a secretary. Then I became a CA and I started coming to seminars and I yeah, slowly was moving to thinking about becoming a chiropractor, but I always thought mm, maybe it's it's too difficult for me, or maybe I'm not smart enough for the education. It's it's going to be hard. And I still remember being at Schubelvision actually, and he was just renting off as he does, being super <laughs> a chiropractic. And I was like, okay, maybe I should start thinking about getting out of my own way and just look into how I can become a chiropractor. And um, I think Travis also kind of noticed something about me because he mentioned that day, like, hey, Lisa, it's never too late, you know, if you still would like to become a chiropractor. And that was really the last push I needed to look into how I could become a chiropractor. And um, of course, I wanted to stay with my job as a chiropractic assistant, which I loved so, so much. And uh, yeah, that's kind of how I found McTimony College, actually. Yeah, anyway, we are. <laughs> that was good. So speaking of which, you are our first international guest. So can you tell us a little bit about chiropractic school over there? Yeah, sure. So there are a few different schools. Um, so there are more, like if you look at ACC and um, University of, of Wales in, in the UK, I think they're very mechanistic, if you could say that. And then you have McTimony and Barcelona College of Chiropractic, who are more um, principled schools, I would say. Um, they do also, in the end, have to go by the rules of accreditation boards. Mm -hmm. So sadly, it's sometimes it comes a bit to, yeah, bit medicalized chiropractic in, in, in my opinion, but maybe in others, other opinions not. Um, yeah, but McTimony was definitely uh, a good, a good choice for me since I could do a full-time extended course with them. And that's what made me choose them. Great. And so what is it, what is it like at McTimony? What's a, a, a day in the life? So because, um, yeah, I, when I started looking into different chiropractic schools, I was thinking, okay, can I do full-time study? But like financial-wise, it wasn't really in the cards for me. And then I found McTimony, and they do they offer full-time um, education for chiropractic, but they also they also offer full-time extended course. 
And this way I could still maintain my job in the Netherlands and then just fly across now and then to get my, get my degree in chiropractic. And uh, when I found that, I was like, wow, this is really doable. And that was the one way for me to realize my mission of uh, yeah, becoming a chiropractor. So it's, it's a bit different than a full-time student um, uh, yeah, would, would, would learn chiropractic, I think. Um, so I think that's also why all the students, when you do come together, it's a very close connection. And all the people that are doing full-time extended course, they're very motivated and they really make the choice. They really, I'm going to make this work and um, uh, alongside my job or... And they're very motivated and passionate. And the groups are also quite small, which makes it a really nice, uh, nice atmosphere. That's great. That's devotion, having to take a, a plane to go to school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's really cool. So do, actually, I have a, a quick question that just came to my mind. Are there a lot of students from the U.S. that go to school there? Or is it mostly European students? It's mostly European. I've never met um, someone from the U.S. or that was based in the U.S. doing it because that would be because you have to be there at least once a month for a weekend. Mm -hmm. so, Got it. Yeah, doing that from the U.S. would be very stressful, I think, with the long flights. Yeah. Yeah. That's fascinating, though. That's, That's awesome. I didn't know that about that school. Yeah. They, uh, they first started out with like a full-time course, but now... Mm -hmm. uh, I think it was about seven years ago they started the full-time extended course and I think that really created some more opportunity for people who can't really decide like hey I need to go back to full-time school mm -hmm. this is still a way for for them to actually become a chiropractor just as yeah for right. myself that's great so what do you like most about your education besides the flexibility that this program affords you I uh, like the personality about McTimony at do think like the teachers that are there they're very devoted they care a lot about the students um i know the principal christina conliv if i would pop her an email right now she would answer me almost immediately they're they're always ready to hop on a zoom call with you to help you out if you're struggling with anything and actually due to corona we weren't able to fly to the uk and um so what they did last year they set up a, a weekend in uh, Sweden for us. So we all flew to Sweden. Some teachers flew to Sweden for us to still continue our studies. And uh, wow. I, I thought it was a beautiful example of how they go out, out their way to really, uh, yeah, provide us with, uh, with education. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that is awesome. And what, what, if anything, do you think they need to work on? What could be better? Um, maybe the, um, the teachers could be more one front when it comes to the mission, mission and vision of the, of the school. I think mm -hmm. sometimes um, it's also difficult to find really principal teachers that are willing to do that job, <laughs> to becoming a teacher. Um, yeah, I think that's something they could work on. But in the end, it, it might also be good for students to hear different views on chiropractic so they get challenged and they have to actually think about these things. So um, yeah, I don't know what would be, would be best. Well, that's interesting because that kind of feeds into the next question, talking about your project 
uh, the future of chiropractic. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so I, I noticed like sometimes uh, you talk with other students and there's just this, this fear of uncertainty of going out there on their own or becoming an, becoming an associate. And I was so luck, lucky to go into the program with a team and a mentor and everything. And, and that has been so helpful for me. If I ever had questions or doubts or uncertainties, to, I just had a team around me who I could always call and always ask. But of course, many of the other students, they don't have that situation. So there's still a lot of, the, 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 their only input might be just from teachers from the school. So with the future of chiropractic, I was thinking maybe I can expose them more to different chiropractor chiropractic rock stars out there so um yeah that i was having a vision of maybe some uh chiropractic student netflix going on with a lot of these <laughs> different videos but it's very early stages <laughs> but it, it's been really good and such as yourself uh, sharing john that was really a really nice series of you to share as well oh my pleasure i think it's a, a great idea and the fact that you kind of came up with this on your own and then on top of working, on top of being a student, you're trying to run this. That speaks volumes about you. Yeah, and I think it's important because um, I think, if I think about those students that are uncertain and in doubt, like how are they gonna end up? Are they just gonna fall back into, oh, doing what the client wants. I'll just treat their symptoms and falling back into that way of chiropractic, which is such a waste in my opinion, if you just mm -hmm. tell the truth and are certain about what you're doing, then you could just, yeah, love life, be great. <laughs> exactly. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna veer off for a second because the things you're talking about, obviously, like you said, your school teaches philosophy. Do they go deep into, you know, DD, BJ, things like that? I mean, what aspects of philosophy do they cover? Yeah, so the, the principal of um, McTimney, she, she's actually a philosophy teacher as well, um, along some other teachers. And she is uh, very principled, I would say. So we go through the history of chiropractic, we go through the, the chiropractic principles, um, we have a few essays to write on those. So it's, uh, it's, the philosophy is really quite good at McTimney, I would say. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, that is awesome. Um, Lisa, what would be your advice for students that are looking for a strong foundation in chiropractic? Like if they're not getting it, a lot of US students don't get like a really strong foundation. So what would you, what would be your advice for them? Yeah, I think getting, um, um, if, it, if it is a possibility, and oftentimes for full-time extended students, which it's, it's not very common in the US, I think, but it would be great if you can get a, a job as a chiropractic assistant along the side, maybe mm. if it, even just for one day or a few hours a week. I think it will help you so much to just get used to communicating chiropractic to clients uh, or patients, however mm. you want to call it. And um, also, yeah, go observe a lot of chiropractors and then see how you would like to practice when or how you would see yourself practicing in a few years when you graduate. And then see mm -hmm. if you maybe can mentor with those type of chiropractors and so they can help you if you have any questions or doubts or and just see if you can surround yourself with people who you would 
yeah, who you admire and you would, would like to be like one day. That's great advice. So I know you said like your principal is great and you could email her right now and you'd be on a Zoom call. What other support systems are there in the school for students who are kind of lost or just looking for you know, something to hold on to to get them through? Um, there, yeah, there are many, um, um, how do you say it, contacts that you can, uh, you can send an email or get in contact with if you're struggling with anything. And I think also a lot of times the, the students, they get close to a certain teacher. So they would just reach out to that teacher and they would jump on a Zoom call. Um, it's, yeah, it's very personal contact, which is nice and makes it also uh, the threshold very, very low for people to reach out if it's necessary. Okay, and are there any clubs there for students where the students actually get together and practice maybe with a, a teacher mentor or just by yourselves? Um, at the full-time extended course, not so much because we're only there like once a month, of course. At, they have another location, so the full-time um, uh, location, they definitely do have some adjusting clubs and some other clubs going on. Uh, and for us, we usually just meet outside school and do it kind of on the students on our own, not so much in school property because it's, it's just different uh, in the building as the other location. Okay. We find That's our awesome. ways. <laughs> <laughs> so what was the one class that was most impactful for you? Like what was the one class that you would absolutely not miss? Philosophy class. <laughs> yeah. I ah, how did I know? <laughs> <laughs> what a surprise. <laughs> so no, definitely philosophy class. Uh, yeah, just because I'm naturally interest, interested in the philosophy and the history of chiropractic. I think it's so interesting. Like, for example, the, the Wilk trial and um, learning about those things only makes me more certain about how powerful it, it is what we're doing. Um, so mm -hmm. I love that class. I would, I would definitely not miss it. That's awesome. great. I'm, I'm surprised they teach that there. That's a lot of our schools don't teach that. So that's a real plus. Yeah. Yeah. I and that's, that's huge. Like... That, that's huge for building conviction, you know, when you're out in practice, I would say the number one, I mean, John, you're in practice too, but I would say like the number one tool is not so much what you say, but it's how you say it. It's the conviction mm -hmm. level in which you say it in. Absolutely. So I would, I would love to see more students coming out of school with, with a higher uh, level of conviction for chiropractic. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes what I miss in, in the education, I would have loved to just have more communication skills. Um, because that is an aspect I think it's such a superpower to have and I've learned so much throughout the years as a chiropractic assistant on how to just communicate chiropractic and it would be such a plus if they would just yeah put that in philosophy class or just add communi communication classes in chiropractic uh, schools I think I don't know if how, how that is in in the U.S. do they teach a lot of communication skills or it's uh from my experience, it's very limited in school. You have to go out of school for that. I know, Nicole, that's probably one of the main things you teach students, right, is yeah. proper communication. Yeah, that's why I, that's why we have the um, elite student program. That's exactly what we teach them. You know, because I feel like, um, and we run into this with, with our current students, is 
students are so bogged down just getting through their day-to-day -day tasks at school, you know, like their day-to-day -day exams and um, their day-to-day -day clinical work and things like that, that like it, it seems that they put the communication on the back burner and then they're getting ready to graduate and they open a practice and they're like, oh my God, what do I say to the patient? Yeah. <laughs> How do I communicate this? So, yeah. Yeah, and I've sometimes asked a few students, like, hey, how would you explain chiropractic? And they were like, oh, I, do, I don't know, really. Like, and they've come up with this whole big, long story and the philosophy. And mm -hmm. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's definitely a thing that uh, would be good to, uh, to implement, I think. Agreed. Now, when you started school, I'm assuming you probably had some sort of vision of what kind of practice you wanted to have. How has that, if at all, changed or evolved now you're near the end how does it you know what changed what whether it be technique philosophy volume combination what's different for you now um not that much actually i always knew i wanted like more of a higher volume open adjusting spaces like just a place for people to come home to just like it's always always has been at top cairo the the, the practices i worked for mm -hmm. um so that really hasn't changed also uh, the um, technique wise I'm, I'm still very happy because at mctimony they have their own technique which is very i had a good combination because i was taught mctimony at school and then uh, a little bit of diversified and I was taught other techniques like Thompson technique and diversified at top Cairo. So it's really a nice combination that I will definitely, yeah, are still, still want to use that. Uh, the only thing that has changed, I think, is maybe the people that I, I wanted to help. In the beginning, I was thinking like, oh, I only want young, vibrant people. And now that I started like a preceptorship, I noticed like I love adjusting kids and just checking kids and I, I really like that aspect too so uh yeah I'm I'm wondering like after graduation how uh, things are going to change maybe I'll I'll learn some uh, some other uh, ideas about how what I want to do but we'll see very nice that is awesome um I'm gonna is it cool if I veer off a little bit John I have a Absolutely. question yeah so Lisa, I think when you and I connected on Facebook a while back and you had done a missions trip, is that right? Yeah, correct. I did. Awesome. Can you tell us a little bit about your experience um, on that missions trip and what it did for you and, you know, did it change you in any way or what did that, what was that experience like for you? Yeah, it was, it was like one of the best experiences I have, I've, I have ever had in my life. It's, it was so special. Um, it was also like a big thing for me. Like I just flew to Haiti and I convinced two other chiropractic students to come along with me, thank God, because I was so nervous. And like go to Haiti to this different country and it's very different from the Netherlands. Mm -hmm. um, and I went to uh, uh, the mission trip. Um, I just forget the name of the mission trip. Uh, it was by Peter Morgan. Mm -hmm. And it was such a diverse mission trip because at first, the first day we went to like a resort in Haiti to kind of like ease in. And then we went over adjusting skills. The next day we would go by boat taxis to an island and we would just go in the middle of nowhere of these tiny mountain huts where people lived. And 
you would set up your bench and then before you know it, there would be 200 people and 100 kids around you all waiting to jump on your bed. And because he's been doing this for so long, at the people on, in Haiti, they think of um, the chiropractors as the hand healers. And they come every now and then so they can get, uh, yeah, that, that free adjustments that they would normally never be able to pay for. And um, mm -hmm. yeah, it's, yeah, I can talk a, lot, a long time about this mission trip. You go to a lot of different areas within the country. We went to Mama Baby Haiti, who does a lot of good work for, for pregnant ladies who are not able to go to the hospital, get the care they need. So now they kind of started working together which is really awesome as well. Um, yeah, so I would definitely, if someone wants to do a mission trip, go with Peter Morgan's one because you'll see so many different people, see different areas of the country as well, and you'll just have a blast, uh, yeah, doing it for sure. Now, mission trips, I've never been on one, that, but they've always fascinated me. I've talked to people who have been on them, and you're going out there with just really a table in your hands. In some cases, it's an instrument, but there's no x-ray. You're seeing people sometimes, sometimes just once and you'll never see them again. And yet you're seeing these miracles. How does that then, you take that home to traditional care plans and everything else. How do you marry those two together to go from one extreme to another? Yeah. Yeah, it is, it is such a big difference. And I know like some people frown upon these mission trips. And I think um, uh, like a chiropractic adjustment is so like, even if maybe it's not as specific or it's, it's still so powerful to just get mm -hmm. things, get that pressure of the nervous system. And even without x-rays, of course, in, in the clinic, when you do have those things at your use, perfect you can be more specific you can get even better results but i heard someone say even even a shitty adjustment is still like it's an adjustment you know <laughs> it's still it's still good um and especially for people who are not able in their their life probably ever to afford chiropractic at all so if this is the best chiropractic care that they could get why not love it Awesome. Awesome. So if you had just one piece of advice, I mean, you've been like a pot of gold of advice today, but if you had one thing that you wanted a student to walk away with, what would it be? Uh, learn communication skills. I think it's good to just think of all the questions that you might get answered in a, in a clinic and see how you would answer them. Just write it out for yourself and just learn because then you will never get um, those awkward surprises when you actually do get out there. Mm -hmm. um, and then get a mentor, get someone who's like similar to what, where you want to be um, and learn from them. And uh, yeah, I think then learn as you go or, or join a team, at least for me. I'm not very interested in like starting my own practice with my own name. I'd rather join Top Cairo, who has already been learning for almost 10 years and build up from there so we can all together create something big. Um, which is fine if you do want to do that, of course. But it, I think, yeah, if you all want to do it all by yourself, it's going to be more difficult for you. Just ask for help and, and get support.
Yeah, I love that. Yeah, fantastic advice. Yeah, and I just feel like at this stage in the game and, the, you know, with, with technology even, the world is so small now. You know, it's not like when, when we were younger, but, you know, the, you have access to people all over the world. Yeah, it's amazing. Isn't yeah, it cool? It is. Yeah. Awesome. Well, John, do you have anything else that you want to share or ask Lisa? No, I just think, you know, Lisa, you did a great job. I appreciate you taking the time. Do you have any closing thoughts you wanted to send everybody off with? Uh, not really. I'm, uh, I'm okay. happy I can share and I hope it's helpful for someone. And uh, I hope a lot of students will join uh, the Future of Chiropractic, the Facebook group. And, uh, and if you look for good associateship, you can always join Top Cairo as well. Awesome. Great. Lisa, how? I was going to say, how can we um, get students connected to you if they wanted to learn more about your mission and what you're doing? Uh, the best would be uh, like Facebook Messenger is fine or Instagram. Just find me with Lisa, Lisa Tucker and then uh, I'll, uh, I'm pretty daily. I'll check up on those messages. So that should be fine. Awesome. Well, thank awesome. you again. Well, thank you so much for your time. Yeah, yeah no really appreciate it. Thank you. I feel honored. <laughs> <laughs>